He's like our Trojan horse, NZ Herald rugby writer, based in London. Morning, Liam. Morning, mate. How are you? Uh, we're travelling along quite nicely here. Cruden to the Chiefs, Cruden back to New Zealand. Are you hearing anything? Very unlikely, I think. Um, you know, <laughs> there's a few elements to this. Number one, he'd have to come home and take a major pay cut. You know, he's on $1.3 million at Montpellier. And uh, he's got another year to run on that contract. Now, the French club it hasn't been an overly happy time for it. him in the top 14, a number of injuries, um, hasn't played a great deal of footy, so they may be willing to, to grant him an early extension. But if that does happen, he's much more likely, I think, at least to link up with his long-term mentor in um, Dave Rennie. Now, he came through Manawatu, of course, with wins, followed him to the Chiefs, and uh, Rennie's now at Glasgow and has just signed a one-year extension, and uh, there's a fair bit of oil out of Scotland saying that um, he's doing his best to lure him there. So I guess, you know, you've had Colin Cooper and uh, Chief's, uh, Chief Executive Michael Collins both out and say it's very unlikely, but, you know, the All Blacks are, um, have been known, New Zealand rugby, to, to bend the rules at times and um, get players back from overseas and, uh, w- w- when it suits them. So I guess, you know, that can't be completely ruled out at this stage. When he left and when Colin Cooper left, how do you think their relationship was with New Zealand rugby? When Dave Rennie, yeah, yeah, when when, when, when both yeah. of them left, do you think that they were both in in the good books, or do you think that it might be something where to just come back and there might be other bits that have to happen as well? Look, yeah, I think you're on the money there, Nate. That behind the scenes, um, I don't know if Aaron Cruden was widely popular at um, New Zealand Rugby HQ. There was a lot of. Uh, off-field things that went off behind, uh, you know, behind the scenes. Um, and Dave Rennie, as well, was his own man. He didn't um, necessarily conform to what the All Blacks wanted in terms of playing players in certain positions. You know, he uh, he, he always thought Damian McKenzie was a fullback and and played him there, and um, you know, sort of ran his own ship. Um, where New Zealand rugby ex- expects sort of everyone to fall into line and and, and look after the All Blacks, whether that's um, resting players or. Um, you know, um, everything sort of funnels towards the national team and that's why they've been so successful. It's a formula that works. So, yeah, I guess um, there may be some bridges that need to be mended um, if that, if um, Cruden was to come home. What's his form been like when he's been playing, Aaron Cruden? <clears throat> well, it hasn't been great and I guess that's like any rugby player, it, it comes about through, you, you gain form through um, through playing, you know, and uh, I actually went up and spoke with him um, at the uh, in September last year and he was, he just finished his, he was just beginning his second season and his first season didn't go well and he talked about how his struggles to adjust to the different style of rugby in France and, you know, in the Northern Hemisphere where uh, it's very combative and Cruden's a very, well, he's very um, brave but he's quite small as well and he, he's, he's creative. Um, he's very subtle in what he does. He's got a brilliant kicking game. He likes to um, duck in and out of first receiver and, and put players into gaps where, you know, the Northern Hemisphere, and particularly the top 14, they're, they're big men and they like to run over rather than around people and create space. So it's a very different style of rugby and, um, you know, it, it didn't suit him and it, it was taking him a while to adjust to it. So, um, he hasn't had a happy time of it in, in Montpellier, and whether he comes home or not, uh, it certainly wouldn't be a surprise to see him leave um, sometime soon um, and link up with Renz or, or another club.
Rugby writer Liam Napier from the NZ Herald with us live from London on your Radio Sport Breakfast. Uh, the drums are beating again strongly, Liam, that the job for the Lions next time around is going to be Warren Gatlin's. If that was to be the case, and, and it also seems like Gatlin wants to be back in New Zealand as well, would they allow him to coach in New Zealand and also take the Lions job? Well, I don't think you can completely rule that out, but it would, given that the, the Lions is a, a very much a, a part-time role, isn't it? It's not um, one that's going to take you out for massive amounts of time. Um, but I think if you're a New Zealand rugby super, super rugby head coach, um, they would want you, it, it is unlikely, they would want you dedicated to that cause. Um, you know, they would want you watching um, provincial rugby, scouting, planning for next season, working with your coaching team, um, you know your strength and conditioning, putting plans in place for pre-season and all that. It's not. It's not just the time during the season that um, that that should be front and centre. You know, it, it is a really full-time gig as Super Rugby head coach. So, um, look, I think Gatlin's hedging his bets. You know, he there was talk about him going to France, and that's now been ruled out because they have voted out a. Um, having a foreign coach, there's been a lot of talk about him potentially taking Ovidian Jones of England. Gatlin himself has said that he wants to come home, but there just doesn't appear to be any uh, Super Rugby roles there for him. So he now looks odds on to be the next, well, to stay the Lions coach. And this would be his his fourth Lions tour, his third as head coach. So, you know, you could almost call them Warren's Lions. So he'll, what, just live there in London, I guess, and... That's a that's an odd gig. I mean, because like, because what can happen is you end up in a tour and then you get maybe a loss in, and then all of a sudden people are going, well, he hasn't been coaching regularly, you know. That's right. Um, but I guess his record as as Lions coach is pretty formidable, isn't it? He went to Australia. Well, he, he assistant coach. He went to South Africa. Uh, then as head coach, he went to Australia, won the tour. He managed to, you know, eke out a, a draw in New Zealand. And uh, so his record is, is, you know, it's pretty hard to argue with. Um, And I guess what it would do if there's Lions coach, you know, it's not for another couple of years yet. So um, it allows him to sort of sit back and bide his time and and see what other roles crop up. And, you know, the reports that have linked him to this Lions job suggest that it doesn't rule him out of the England head coaching role because um, as it stands, um, England are hedging their bets. Eddie Jones is formally contracted for another year after the World Cup in a mentoring type role. Um, now, if it all, um, you know, goes goes um, pear-shaped for England, then then he'll be out and they'll have to find someone. But if they if they reach the semi-finals, that's the baseline that they've set themselves, then he, Eddie Jones may stay on. So, look, Warren Gatlin's in a pretty, uh, pretty cushy position at the moment, isn't he? Having won a Grand Slam with Wales recently is his stocks have probably never been higher, and um, you know, so he he's certainly in demand. Good job, Liam Napier, uh, joining us live from London on Radio Sport International Rugby with Access Solutions, elevating you and your business to a higher level.